0: Scripture reading this morning is from the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 12. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law and the prophets. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Linda, for our scripture lesson. Coming on. There we go. Thank you, Linda, for our scripture lesson. Thank you, Warren and Michelle, for a beautiful song this morning to Prepare us for this moment together. As we've heard this teaching that I think most of us know probably by heart, let's ask for God's Spirit to lead us in this understanding for our lives. So do you join me in a moment of prayer? God, in this time together, we have lifted our voices up to you in praise, and we have made our offerings both of resources and the words of our lips and our very hearts. And now we ask for your blessing of your Holy Spirit to lead and guide us and to shape us and to fill us, help us in our understanding of your word, that we can apply it to our life in a way that draws us into the people that you'd have us to be, that we may find life. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today we are continuing in a series of sermons about being the spark that can Uh, create the positive change that we want to happen in our world, that we long for. And I have to just confess to you that um, this week it was a little difficult putting this message together. Not because this is a complicated subject, but because it's so simple. (laughs) In Matthew chapter 7, verse 12, is only about a dozen words, and it's most commonly known by this phrase, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And that's really all you need to hear in order to apply this uh, principle that uh, is being taught. It's, it's very simple. It really doesn't require an additional 20 minutes of exposition and explanation. And we could just rete- repeat this passage a few times and then we could be done with the sermon. And that probably would make some of you very happy. <laughs> but that's not going to happen <laughs> this morning. <laughs> You're going to get the full sermon Anyway. Because uh, today's message is not so much about what this passage means. I think we all know what it means. Uh, Today's message is more about how we can apply the principles of this verse to our daily living. And that's something I think we all need to be reminded of over and over again. It has been said that um, this verse is the Mount Everest of um, ethical behavior. It is the peak of good and godly living. I really think that sums up what Jesus was trying to say, because immediately after he teaches this, he says, this sums up all that is taught in the law and the prophets. And when you when you think about these words of Jesus, they are probably the most revolutionary words that Jesus ever spoke. I mean, can you imagine what your life would be like is if you adopted this principle and you faithfully lived it out in a consistent manner in your life? I think about what your family would be like if they adopted this, this principle and everybody lived out that faithfully. What, what our church would be like or what our community would be like or our nation, our world. These are truly revolutionary words. Now, you've heard me say this before, but the bear's thing again, you cannot control the decisions that other people make. So we can't force <laughs> and require everybody to live by this golden rule lifestyle. But we can Be responsible for what we do and our actions the decisions we make. And if you will make the choice to live today according to the principles of this do unto others as you would have them do unto us, you'll probably discover that you will be igniting a spark that will spread into the lives of others that you are influencing and that you're practicing this to. And and, uh, others will begin to be inspired by your life and your behavior. So today I'm going to challenge you to, to take a fresh look at this um, teaching that we all know is the Golden Rule. And we're going to look at three ways that we can actually try to apply this to our life on a daily basis. Uh, you can think of these as three guidelines that can help you and to uh, help you stay focused on living out the Golden Rule. But before we jump into that, I think it's really important that you recognize that There are other ancient Jewish teachings that parallel these words of Jesus, and there are actually other ancient teachings from other cultures that are very similar to Jesus' words here. For example, Confucius once was asked, is there one word which may serve as a rule of practice for all of one's life? And his answer was this. The word is reciprocity. What you do not want done to yourself, do not do to others. That sounds very similar to Jesus' words, right? And then you have the Roman emperor, Severus Alexander, who uh, had a very similar statement, uh, edged, engraved on the walls of his palace, which said, what you do not wish to be done to you, do not do to anybody else. And then there's... Several of these statements you find throughout ancient Jewish literature. There's actually a story about a man who came to Rabbi Hill and um, asked the question, I will convert to your religion if you can teach me the whole law while I'm standing on one foot. And uh, the great rabbi responded by saying, What is hateful to yourself, do to no other. That is the whole law. The rest is commentary. And so all of these statements sound a lot like what Jesus was teaching, but they state it in a little different way. Uh, they, they, what, what do you hear in those statements that they all have in common? Well, they sound a lot like the golden rule, but they are stating it in the negative, uh, the negative form. And instead of saying, do unto others, what they're saying is all the other teachings are saying, don't do to others what you don't want them to do to you, what you don't want them to do to you. And so you see the difference? One is saying do under others, others saying don't do. It's in, it's in the negative. And we're going to look closely at what Jesus taught in just a moment, but I first want to, to spend a little time looking at the merit of trying to live out the golden rule by observing it in its negative form. Uh, there, there's nothing wrong with the way that these other cultures and the religions were stating this principle. I mean, you shouldn't, do uh, or demand that others do what you were not willing to do yourself you shouldn't uh, treat other people in ways that you wouldn't want to be treated you shouldn't speak to other people in ways that you wouldn't want other people speaking to you for example you might say well i wouldn't like it if someone cut in front of me in traffic so i'm not going to cut in front of others in traffic I wouldn't like it if my neighbor played his music or her music uh, real loud all night long, so I'm not going to play my music loud all night long. I wouldn't like it if my spouse criticized me, so I'm not going to criticize my spouse. You get the point. It's, you, you can go through several other examples. This is a pretty simple uh, example and principle to live by. If you don't like it when other people do it to you, then you can assume that other people would not like it if you did it to them, so don't do it. <laughs> Pretty simple and easy, right? In fact, a lot of the commentaries I read on this passage uh, stated that the golden rule in its negative form is uh, actually pretty easy to live by because you only have to focus on what not to do to others instead of focusing on what you are doing to others. I do agree with the idea that trying to live by the golden rule according to its negative form is simple, but it's not always easy. Because it requires that you be mindful of others. You have to be mindful of your actions and your words and how they impact others. It requires that awareness. It, re- it requires intentional consideration of others. So the first guideline to remember in our interactions with other people is to make it your aim to be intentionally considerate. That sounds simple, right? But actually it's not very natural <laughs> to us to be intentionally considerate of others. I actually went to the grocery store uh, a few days ago to pick up some things that I needed. And uh, as usual, I was in a hurry, just wanted to get in and get out. And so I became really annoyed when I got to the uh, canned vegetable section and a lady had put her buggy right in front of the section that I needed to get into, where stuff I wanted. And, um, you know, being the nice Christian pastor that I am, I stood there and I'm trying to be patient. I'm waiting until she looks around and finds whatever she wants. But I began to get really annoyed by the fact that she was looking at a different section than where her buggy was parked and where I needed to get to. And she seemed to be oblivious to the fact that I was standing there. In fact, she even went on to look at another section, walked away and left her buggy and looked looks at other places. And, and, I, and I'm looking at this going like she's been just totally inconsiderate here. I mean, I, I, I would never do that to anybody else because I know how annoying and irritating and, and inconsiderate that is. And so finally I said, excuse me, ma'am, uh, could I get to where your buggy is? And she had this look of shock on her face and say, oh, I am so sorry. I didn't realize you need to get there. Uh, sure, I, I apologize. And she moved her buggy. And, of course, my anger began to subside because I realized that she hadn't done that intentionally. She was just so wrapped up in what she was doing that she didn't even realize that she was inconveniencing me. And I really think that's the first obstacle we face in trying to uh, put this principle of the golden rule into practice. All too often, we're so focused on what we're about and what we're doing that we're oblivious. Uh, We really don't take into consideration how our words and our actions impact the lives of others. This is why Paul said to the church in Philippi, he said, let each of you look not to your own interest, but to the interest of others. And he goes on to say, let everyone see that you are considerate in all that you do. So Jesus is is talking about, in effect, I mean, Paul's saying, in effect, that we should take this principle of the golden rule, and it begins with developing that habit of being intentionally considerate of others. Think of how your actions will impact the lives of other people. And then if you realize, I wouldn't like that if somebody did that to me, then you can bet on the fact they're probably not going to like it if you did it to them. So don't do it. So Jesus' teaching, though, goes a step further than this uh, principle of reciprocity. Uh, He goes further in saying that we should not just merely avoid doing things to others, that you uh, should not do things to others as you would have them not do to you. And so our second guideline that I want to point out to you this morning in an interaction with others is to make it your aim to take the initiative in being kind. Take the initiative in being kind. And all the other variations that we hear on this teaching from other cultures and other religions, um, the focus of them is not doing to others what you wouldn't want them to do to you. But Jesus comes along and he said it in a way that no other teacher had ever said before. He taught that being godly doesn't merely mean not doing to others or don't do anything harmful to others or bad. Rather, it means you seek at every opportunity you can to do good. It's not a matter of do no harm. It's a matter of doing good at every chance you can. Listen to how Jesus states it again. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. the NIV version states it this way, do unto others what you would want them to do to you. This is the essence that is taught in the law and all the prophets. So Jesus challenges us to take that principle of reciprocity a step further. Rather than simply not doing what uh, we would not want others to do to us, we are called to look for those opportunities, to take the initiative of treating others in the way that we would want to be treated. For example... It's not enough just merely to think, you know i, you know, I shouldn 't cut off other people in traffic, but jesus 's teaching would say, "Maybe we should slow down and let that other person take its place and take their place in front of us rather than merely not speaking harshly to my spouse, um, instead, speak kindly, <laughs> uh, consider overlooking an offense even if you 're right and they're wrong this time. Uh, consider listening. Instead of interrupting, make it your aim to take the initiative in being kind. Now, there's an important distinction, I think, to make here. And in some of these ancient writings, the principle of the golden rule is paraphrased this way. Treat others as they wish to be treated. And that's not at all what Jesus was teaching because it doesn't work.